0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. Gary John Bishop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop, bringing you the best in transatlantic accents since the mid 1990s. All right, you guys, I got a heck of a show for you this week, but I want to start it off by, I mean, if you haven't noticed, on social media, I just announced the release of my new relationship book, which is coming out January 18th. So get that marked somewhere. I don't know, tattooed on your fucking head or something. I don't know. At January 18th. And this book is called, you ready? Are you ready? It's called Love Unfuck. Getting your relationship shit together. Love unfucked, getting your relationship shit together. I am so fucking proud of this book because it really took something from me to give you something that you could powerfully impact your love relationship with. And that includes those of you that don't even freaking have one. This is really about what is it that makes them work, which includes. Thrown a little bit of a uh, hand grenade into a lot of the bullshit around the subject of relationships. You're going to freaking love it. I know you're going to freaking love it because you listen to this show every week, and that makes a difference, of course. But I know you like what I do. I already know that. So if you like what I do, you're going to love this freaking book. And actually, this week I've been recording. The audiobook version, which when I was done with that, I just want you to know, like, I was pretty damn proud of myself. I like, I like what I gave it. Let's put it that way. So that'll be out at the same time, January 18th. But of course, you can jump online, Amazon, all the places you get your books. You can pre order your copy to make sure you get yours in the mail. And I believe you actually get it on January 18th, right? So, Jump in there and get that done. And then at the turn of the year, I'll be doing a lot of press and promo and interviews and stuff. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for all of that. And who knows? Maybe I'll do something on Instagram for those of you that get the book and read the book. And maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll do a little bit of a book club for a while, right? And see if we can do some work on that. Anyway, that's all my news out of the way. I want to get on to this week's subject. And it's a critical part of everything that I talk about. You know, I mean, we talk about change in life, right? Like moving life from one direction to another direction, whether it's with your finances, your body, your career, your relationship status, your family life, your work life. You know, the whole spectrum of what it is to be a human being in this day and age. And when you're cleaning your life up, when you're like taking shit on, what's one of the first things you start to confront? Just think about that for a moment. Like, oh yeah, I've been living this way for 10, 20, 30 years, especially those of you, and I get a lot of communications from people Those people who say, oh my gosh, I've been living like a victim for fucking 30 years. And, you know, I've read two books and it's just totally flipped me in a new direction. And I'm being responsible and I'm taking my life on. What's one of the things you might notice? Tick, talk, tick, talk. All right, I'll fucking tell you that there's been an impact on other people from the way. You used to live. So you might wake up to, well, I've been living my life a victim, and I've been blaming people for this and that and this and that. And now I'm i up, taking all my shit on. I feel so fucking good. All right, but what do you think the last 20 years has been like for your dad or your mom or your brother or your partner or your friends? or your workmates, or your neighbors, or your la-la, like to see you do this with your life, what do you think this has been like for them? Now, that's not often something that's immediately on our minds because, you know, are trying to fix our fucking life. And, but your life has had an impact. So that's one element of this. The other element is sometimes in your life, you have these realizations that, you know, there's some things you need to clean up from your past. Some, some items back there that you're like, you know, I need to get that handle. So this week's episode, I'm going to talk you through how to handle elements from your past with real, live, fucking people. By the way. If some of you take this on, you're going to see some mind-blowing results, and I mean like blow your doors off results with what I'm about to talk you through. Okay? Because unlike a lot of the selfie, healthy, personal, developy, growthy shit that's out there, I don't just say, "Oh yeah, you need to go, you know, deal with your past and rewrite your story." And I tell you how to do this shit. Right? I talk to you about mindset right? I talk to you about trust. I tell you, like, we get into the dirt with that stuff. So this week isn't any different. So sometimes when you're going to deal with things you've said or things you've done, most people believe, I'll just say you're fucking sorry, right? But you know as well as I do, that rarely, if ever, cuts it. Mostly people are so uncomfortable at someone apologizing. They just kind of nod their head and go, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. No, no, it's okay. And that's really all just discomfort because they can't be with it. Can't be with the apology. And a lot of times that's because of their relationship to apologizing, which is generally in the realm of paper thin, sincere, but certainly not authentic. Now, that doesn't mean to say people don't mean it. It just means it never quite lands because the person that you're aiming it at is really more interested in something other than just the apology, which is why I'm going to get you into this. I'm going to fucking talk you how I'm going to talk you right through how to clean up some of your mess with some of the people in your life. So you might need to replay this episode 25 freaking times. You might need to take lots and lots and lots of notes. But I am going to talk you through cleaning up a mess. This is gold, what I'm just about to give you, by the way. I mean, for fudges' sake, this is gold. This is how to clean your pasta. And I know some of you are already thinking, oh, yeah, I'll need to let my ex hear this so that they can come clean that up. No, actually... You would go clean this up with him. But anyway, most people think you start with an apology. You don't. You don't start with an apology. In fact, you might not need to apologize at all with what I'm about to give you. There might be no need for an apology. First of all, you have to make sure the person can give you five minutes. You say, can you give me five minutes just to talk to you about something that's been on my mind? So can you give me five minutes to talk to you about something that's been on my mind. They'll say what? They'll say either yes, or they'll say no. And I know some of you are of the opinion, well, yeah, I want to do it face-to-face. I don't want to do it over the phone. You can do this over the phone, by the way. I wouldn't recommend texting or emailing this, but you can definitely do this over the telephone. Okay. So the point here is, say, can you give me five minutes? something that's been on my mind. If they say no, you say, well, is there another time when you'll be able to spare me that five minutes? Because I'd really like to talk to you about this thing. And if they say, well, yeah, yeah, you can talk to me on Tuesday. Okay, well, then you'll call them on Tuesday and make sure you make that appointment exactly when you've agreed to do it with them, right? Which is important, by the way, because it lets them know how important this is to you. But if they say, yes, go ahead, then you would say, I've been thinking about this time in our lives when blah, 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 blah. And you'll fill in that bit with the thing that you want to clean up with them. And then you'll tell them the truth about it. You'll say something along the lines, I've been making you wrong for that, or I've been blaming you for that, or I've been blaming something else for that or have been ignoring that, whatever you've been doing with it, you acknowledge, okay, write that down. You acknowledge what you've been doing. And they'll just sit there and, you know, okay, all right. So that begins with your acknowledgement. You'll notice, by the way, still, not a fucking apology in sight. You acknowledge it. You get it out. And you tell the truth about what you've been doing with it. Like, I've been blaming you for that. I don't need you to say anything about it. In a bit. I just need to get this out to you to clean this up a bit between you and I. And they'll say, okay. And then the next part is the part that blows their fucking mind. You say, I not only want to acknowledge this, but I'm taking responsibility for how this has been between you and I. So this is the part where you're taking responsibility. Now, if you've listened to my work, read my fucking work, you know that when I say responsibility, I am not saying blame. So that's on your mind. If you're already going, what? But I didn't do, shut the heck up. It's being responsible. It's being a fucking grown-up. Be a grown-up. I'm acknowledging and I'm taking responsibility and here's the magic words you never use. For my part and in... That's code. What do you think it's code for? Yeah, I'm going to take what I did or said, and I'm just going to be responsible for that. And let's just leave your shit flying in the wind. No, we don't do that. The my part bullshit has got to go. Because if you think about it, my whole philosophy with people is take ownership of your life, not just the bits of it, but all of it. I'm going to be responsible for how this relationship has been going, that I've let this thing get between you and I, that I've let this thing hang around, that I've let this thing fester and be ugly and and I've blamed you. And I just want you to know that I know I've done that and I acknowledge that and I take responsibility for doing that. Now, do you get the fucking power of those words. The power of those words. I mean, there are people in your life, you will release everybody from burden by using words like that. And still, not a fucking apology in sight. I acknowledge. I take full responsibility for how this is and how this has turned out. I'm not blaming you. I'm not to be honest, this has got nothing to do with you and everything with the way that I operate. I acknowledge that and I take responsibility for it. Then you ask them the golden question, which is, is there anything you want to say about that? Anything that you could just say to me that would allow you to let go of it? Now, why do you think that's important? What do you think is important to say? Is there anything you want to say about that that would allow you to let go of it? Because you're giving them an upper fucking tunity to let go of it. If they say no, that's their choice. That's what they're choosing. So if they say no, just say, well, look, just give it a few seconds here. I want you to think, though. Like, I want you to look and see how this has been for you. And if there's just anything you want to say that would free you up and let you to let it go too. If they double down on their now, you move on. If they start talking, oh, yeah, this has been fucking miserable. You were such an asshole. I mean, that was one of the worst times of my life. What do you think you say when they're saying that? Nothing. You sit there, you nod your head, and you say, I get that, I understand, that makes sense. Now, if you take that approach, where does their communication go? Whatever it is they're saying, where does it go? That's right, it goes out and into the universe but the minute that you say something like well 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 hold on let me explain though for a minute because you see at that time now you're giving their communication something to grind up against now you're going to have a discussion at the very least on your hands and possibly an argument but if you just say I understand That makes sense. I get it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And you let them talk. And when they're done talking, you say, I want you to look. Is there anything else that you need to tell me? And they say, no. The next phase of this conversation is you acknowledge them, say thank you for saying all that. I'm sure some of that might have been challenging for you or been painful for you. or, And I want you to know that I'm clear, I'm responsible. Okay, I'm going to own this. And I'm not going to own it for any other reason other than that's really what I, I need to do here. I need to own this. In the very next moment, by the way, and I mean the very next moment of that conversation, just where I took you to right there, you're free of the past. You'll feel it. They'll feel it. It'll be real for both of you. Now, if I've had some past with you, and you've had some past with me, and I take that away, what does that leave between you and I? It leaves nothing. So I might leave that conversation in the acknowledgement because there's nothing more to say. Maybe I don't want to continue this connection or friendship or whatever it is. But if I want to create something new with this person, it's there right there in the moment. It's there right in that moment available to you for you to create. What you're now going to make this relationship about since you've taken that old shit out there's a gap because what used to be there was whatever pain, hurt, resentment, anger, frustration, disconnect, whatever it was, that's what used to be there. When you take that out, and that's what you're doing, by the way, you are taking it out. And that person might say some mean shit to you too, by the way. I will add this in here. They might say, you know, I don't know if I can forgive you. And you say, I get that. Or they might say, you know, I think you're a piece of shit. And you might go, yeah, I get that. I understand. All into the universe. But if there's a space there between you both, when you can both experience it, like something's been let go of, that's when you can start to create something like, you know, I'm going to make a promise to you. I'll never be that way with you ever again. Or I'm going to make a promise to you to be kind and caring. Or I'm going to make a promise to you to reach out to you more often. Or I'm going to make a promise to you to blah, 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 blah. You actually start to get some skin in the game of your future. So as you can hear, there actually is a methodology. There's a way of cleaning a mess up. And I know there's already fucking some of you going, yeah, this doesn't apply to my shit. Yes, it fucking does. Yeah, but it was them that fucking done it. They did it to me. I know. But go and fucking clean up what you've been doing. Go ahead. I've been making you wrong. I've been throwing you under the bus. And and Just I never got who I was being at that time in my life and who I've turned myself into since and the mess that it's made and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you can do it. I've turned myself into a victim. i am fucking crying into my pillow every night. Like, you know. Own your shit, no matter how fucking justified you think it is. If you want to be powerful in life, you'll have to be powerful with other human beings. And no, cutting people out your fucking life isn't being powerful with them. It's not. And I know there are some extreme cases where people have been violent and abusive and all sort of stuff. And, you know, like for you, you always do what's safe, right? Always do what's safe. But for the fucking majority of you, that's not the case. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were just so negative to be around. Like, fucking, really? Yeah, you don't know what it was like. I mean, you know, they were always picking on me. (laughs) And you've created some big fucking drama that you need to confront. But I want you to know there's no mess in your life that you can't clean up. None. 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 That doesn't mean happily ever after and everybody's friends. But it means the mess has been taken care of. People might make choices or decisions that they don't want to be part of your life or whatever. That's okay. But you can clean your mess up. Now, if that person has told you, never talk to me again, never contact me again, I never want to hear from you again, then you may write them a letter and never mail it. You may write them a letter and say, look, here's the deal. I just want to acknowledge and be responsible for. And obviously, there won't be the part where they'll get to say what's on their mind. Like that. It's possible for you to clean up any mess in your life. And if you're serious, if you are fucking serious about transforming your life, about taking your life to a different level, about dealing with your past, then you will listen very closely to this episode And you will listen to it many, many, many times. And then you, my unfucked friend, will get to work. Get to work. Start cleaning your life up. All right. We're going to take a short break. And after the break, we're going to take our question from the nation. As usual, if you want to feature in a future episode, you can call us on the hotline, 646-450-3203. You can email me, connect at garyjohnbishop.com or unfucknation.com and fire away. Give me your question, your comments, your conundrums, your problems, where you're stuck, where you're fucked, the whole deal. I want to hear from you. Be back in a minute. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. We've got a brilliant question this week, by the way. This question is from Hannah. This is a question about the workplace. So I know many of you struggle with some of your work relationships. And in the new relationship book, by the way, which is about love relationship, but you can hear the structures of all relationships of all kinds in this Book that's coming out on January 18th. But one of the things that I say is if you cannot get good at relationships, you'll never be powerful in life. So, you know, you have a relationship to yourself, you have a relationship to your fucking phone, you have a relationship to your ex, even though you never talk to them anymore, you have a relationship with your current partner, the relationship, your siblings, your mom, your dad you're surrounded by relationships. And if you don't know how to work them out for yourself, you'll be constrained in that area of your life. So, Anna says, I've been listening to your podcast on Spotify, and I'm loving the information you share with everyone. It's been on my mind to reach out, so I'm finally doing that. I have a question about how to deal with your boss at work. I work for a small business at a spa. I'm one of the receptionists there. My boss can get very passive-aggressive with just about anyone, including the clients. What I'm frustrated with is the lack of care and value that she has for her employees. She can be very unprofessional. She gets frustrated when we make mistakes. She holds us accountable for those things, yet she makes those same mistakes herself. How can she hold us accountable and responsible when she has no accountability for herself? She also blames anything or anyone for a problem she created. She never takes responsibility, even over stupid shit. It's everyone else and never her. I've never worked in a place with so much drama. that never seems to end. I can't go to anyone above her because that would be going to her mom, the owner. She will defend her daughter. The assistant manager can't do anything. If I do go to the spa manager about the frustration, she comes up with excuses instead of just apologizing. So what do I do? This sounds like half of fucking America right now. Hannah, you know for sure. I'm not going to tell you how to deal with people. I want to tell you how to fucking deal with yourself. Because when you can deal with yourself, this shit will make a whole bunch of sense. And you know I'm going to tell you the fucking truth, so strap yourself in. There's a nature to this relationship between you and this person. It's disconnected. That relationship is fundamentally disconnected. You're over here. They're over there. You're observing. You're pointing to, right? La, 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 So there's that. So that's already, before we even start a fucking thing, you're disconnected. You're not connected to this person like a person. You're connected to this person like a series of complaints. Right Now, if you look in your life, you'll see when you're upset with somebody, it's a very familiar place to get yourself. So that's the first thing. There's a nature of disconnect between you and this person. But the other thing that's happening in here is you are now in this mode of complaint. How do I know? I just read your fucking email. You're in this mode of complaint. I'm going to ask you to tell me the fucking truth here. Even though I won't hear the truth, I want you to think about it. I want you to think about the fucking truth. The truth. And this is good for everybody listening because I hear this so much. People talk about the truth at night. How the fuck can you tell the truth when you think you're already telling it? You actually believe you're telling the truth. And in this case, Hannah, you think you're telling the truth, right? All right. So you said, what I'm frustrated with is the lack of care and value that she has for her employees. She can be very professional and blah, 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 the clients and that that, that, that all sounds very good, right? And that's not what this is about. That is not your core complaint. That's the surface complaint, so that you look right. You look like you're the right one, right? And I'm not even saying what you're dealing with. I'm not saying it's not valid. It's not accurate. I'm not saying any of that. I want you to get the dynamic that you're already in. And I'm breaking this dynamic down for you so that you can see what it's doing. And, by the way, you'll get alternatives to it. So you're in this dynamic of disconnect and complaint. And there's this kind of surfacey complaint, but really your real complaint is underneath it. And it's indicative of a general kind of cyclical underlying complaint that you have in life in general. I don't know if you've read Stop Doing That Shit. If you haven't, you need to fucking read it. I'm going to say something here, and I think I'm pretty fucking spot on because I'm good at this shit. I think you're positive. I think you're positive. I think you're a positive person. And I think some of the ways that she is conflicts with your positivity and you don't fucking like it because you don't quite know how to handle where she's at. You think she should just generally be nice. One of the things that I learned a long time ago is most human beings are not equipped for life. They're not equipped. And so when they get pressed, what comes out is the bullshit. So one of the things that you're doing here is you're gossiping, talking to other members of staff about it. They're getting agreement with you. You're agreeing with them. Now you got a situation where she's the problem and you guys are the good guys. This is not going to go well. This will not fucking go well. So there's another little underlying thing that jumped out at me. I don't have it clear in my head right now, but I'm going to point to it. You're talking about her holding you accountable. That She has no right to do that. And she makes those same mistakes. This sounds like a complaint from your childhood. It sounds like an old one. Don't tell me what to do. Sounds like a kind of cyclical upset from your teenage years. Now, just so that we can set the record straight, she totally can hold you accountable for your mistakes, even if she's making them. Why? She's your boss. Would it be better and a better example to you guys if she handled hers in the way she would like you to handle yours? For sure. But as I just said a fucking minute ago, people are not equipped for this life. And by the way, you don't know what's going on in the background of that business, in that person's life, like what their stresses and strains and their bullshit and their da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Everybody's dealing with something, even you, right? even you. So where you start with all of this is you just start to realize the fucking case you've been building. And it's only going to keep building. So if you want to keep this job, and by the way, your other alternative is quit and go fucking work somewhere else, right? You could do that. Or you could just get that where they're at and where your boss is at is where she's at. I'm presuming it's a she, by the way. It could be a he. I think you said a she. You said a she. It's where she's at. This is her mode. And by the way, passive-aggressive is extremely subjective. People are meaning-making fucking machines. They're always saying shit like, yeah, I know you said that, but you didn't mean it. (laughs) what the fuck? (laughs) Right? So even when people are straight or people do say shit, you know, some people aren't open to receiving it. So, There's a culture in there now, and I know there's a culture in there of blame, guilt, resentment, frustration, drama, and avoiding responsibility. And that is the nature of all the complaints in that place where you work. But I've worked with a lot of companies over the years, a lot of them. Some of them like working with me, some of them don't, because this is the sort of shit that I'll talk to them about. I'll say to people, that culture at work, where do you think it goes when everybody goes home at night? Because they talk about it like it's in the place. But it's not in the place. It's in the conversations of the people that work there. That's the culture. The culture is in the conversations of the people who work there. So you're gonna have some people who are complaining, some people who are loving what they're doing, some people who are just fucking quietly paddling their way through it, hating every minute. Their conversation, and sometimes lack of conversation, is the conversation. What you talk about is what you experience. You're talking about, oh, yeah, she, and how can she, and and da and, 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 and she's always making the same mistakes. I mean, how can she hold me accountable? Well, the same way that fucking any rational parent can. Parents hold their children accountable for shit that they weren't accountable for. Why? Somebody's got to lead the fucking way. Somebody's got to lead the way. That won't make the leader perfect. In fact, what generally happens, by the way, in almost every company I've ever worked with, people spend most of their time just throwing their fucking leadership under the bus. I'm not saying it's not without merit sometimes, but it's like a fucking pastime. People just get together and throw the boss under the bus, which is all fine until you're the fucking boss. And you're like, no, no, I would never do that to my people. Oh yeah, wait till you get the pressure then. Wait till you get the fucking everything lands at your door. Wait till you get people who come in or half mile it in or come in late or wait till you're the one that has to handle all the bullshit. You think they won't be talking about you? No, no, they won't. I'll be great. I'll bring them in fucking bagels every second Friday. I'll be amazing. And they'll be like, here she comes again. We are fucking bagels. (laughs) Because that's the nature of the dynamic. Until some bold person steps in and makes a difference. Somebody comes in and says, you know what? I don't always notice how stressed you can get. I get so wrapped up in my own stuff that you can get burned out too. What do you need me for? How can I support you? You know what? You're right. I didn't do that the way it was supposed to get done. You can count on me to get that done. That's not being a suck up. That's being a fucking contribution you know what? I want to be honest with you. I've been making you wrong, and that's not right. I shouldn't be doing that. I have no idea what you're dealing with. I just want you to know you can count on me. And if those words would stick in your throat, then you might get a little bit closer to what you're hanging on to, what you're hanging on to. Which, Hannah, that doesn't make you a fucking bad person. That makes you a human being. You're a human being too. But if you're listening to my shows and reading my books, you'll know I'm out to empower people to be fucking great, to be great, to be extraordinary, not to jump into the fucking swamp and get it on with every other fucking ordinary human being. And it takes something to be extraordinary. You kind of stick a You might even find you'll be getting a bit of that boss treatment from some of those other co-workers. But that's just how that goes. You can't tell what people have got going on in the background. But if you're great in the foreground, it takes care of a lot of mess. And you're big enough. You can handle it. And I know, look, if you're honest with yourself about what you're doing and who you're becoming without going down the blame, shame, guilt path, but just saying, you know what? Yeah, this isn't me. I'm becoming somebody here in this case, and I don't like it. Then you'll have a shot at becoming who you say you are. Walk in the fucking door and make a difference, not just with the people you like, with everybody, that life's different because you're there. Life's not different because you're trying to get other people to be different. Life's different because you walk in, and if people come at you and gossip and say, hey, this is again, say, I know, I get it. It's okay. Let's go. Or you can do what I did many years ago when I told a bunch of people, you know what? I'm not talking about this shit anymore. This is fucking gossip. And I just don't want to do it. I'm not judging you. If you want to do it, go ahead. I'm just not doing it. Oh, boy, you should have heard them. Who the fuck do you think you are? I'm the non-gossipy person. That's who I am. Who are you? So this is always a good example and a good time, Hannah. To get a little look at oneself. And I'm sure there are a bunch of you out there right now and your cage has just been fucking rattled. Good. Fucking good. Your cage needs to get rattled. Because you might be in your workplace fucking gossiping and throwing people under the bus all because you think you're right and you're justified and you're da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And so the fucking bullshit keeps rolling. When do we stop blaming and start... Impacting the quality of life around us. That's what I wanted. All right, you guys, that's going to do it for this week. Thank you, Hannah, for your brilliant question. Thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, have a brilliant week. And I'll see you on the flip side.